Hey guys, it's Bert. I'd like to ask for a small favor. If you plan on buying my book, Life of the Party, then please pre-order it at BertBertBert.com. The pre-order sales are literally the determining factor on how well the book does opening week, and how well it does opening week determines how well the book does overall. Writing this book is one of the proudest achievements of my entire life, and I want to share it with as many people as I can. You pre-ordering it makes that possible. So do me a solid, pull out your credit card, and go to BertBertBert.com and pre-order Life of the Party. Thank you so much. You know I love you. Today's guest from the TNT Radio Empire out of Omaha, Nebraska, it is Mike Tyler and Todd Brandt. Todd and Tyler, enjoy. This is the Bertcast. It's your show. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't. Good crowds this weekend? Fucking amazing. I'm trying to push this book, so I feel like a whore. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like I genuinely am like spending all all. Well, like you, you made a good point. I didn't know that the pre-order makes a big difference, huh? You know, the sales and lists and shit like that. It becomes it becomes exactly what it's, it's so dirty. I can't. Are you rolling right now? No, oh, fuck it. No, I don't care. No, 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 no. That's what a podcast is. It becomes so dirty. I love. I, I love this book. By the way, I'm in studio right now. I'm in. Th- I'm not even in their studio, but I am in a studio. A That's studio. why you're saying the sound sounds so fucking good today. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, I, I had to hit the bleep button. You said fuck. <laughs> That's why it sounds so good. Somebody said fuck. We did say fuck. <laughs> Todd yeah. and Tyler. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Good. I appreciate you guys doing this. this thanks, is... for, thanks for having us on your podcast. That's no, very cool. I, it's so fun. Doing your show is so fun because your show is technically the same energy as what a podcast is. Yeah, there's that's no, what I've been hearing. Yeah, you don't. There's no like. You don't feel like you're setting up bits. Right. I, you feel like if you bring a bit in, you feel like dirty. Well, well, we don't let anybody get through it. You've been on the show enough, and over the years, people tried it. They tried to slip one in, and we Our say— Our audience it. could even catch that. Yeah. They, <laughs> they hate it, too. No, they have that, they're that perceptive. They've heard enough uh, you know, comedian uh, conversations that— uh, Plus, I want comedians to have a good time. Like, you, I imagine when you guys have a good time. You know, I just don't want people to have to worry about setting their bits, blowing their material for the show that weekend, you know? Yeah. And plus, you know, a lot of them aren't even fucking funny. <laughs> 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 Not yours. Yours are always funny. Ask me if I rented a car. <laughs> I, I stole that from Dom Herrera. Yes, you did. But he was joking. He was joking. Dom was joking. Remember that? Dom was joking. He was. Yeah. I did a podcast with Dom one time, and uh, and I had I had a number of great run-ins with Dom. Like mm-hmm. like Dom was the guy I'd see at the Atlanta airport. And he would be at the bar drinking white wines at 8 in the morning. And I knew I could pony up next to him and get half a Xanax. (laughs) And he always had girl drama. Like there was always – he was always with a girl who had a huge makeup case with her. Oh, I met him years ago, too, when he was – well, we met a bunch of times, but he was in town. He, he was at... always with a girl that was out of his league. That's what I noticed. <laughs> but he always had girl trouble. I remember that, too. You're always right. had girl trouble. <laughs> but uh, but sweet. So okay, so I'm not going to try to make this too interviewy, but I do right. have, like, genuine questions sure. that – I'm a huge radio fan. Mm-hmm. And I think that radio is the purest extension of a, of a personality – Okay, and I, think, I agree. I think podcast is a is a example of that. Radio is so refined. You don't realize uh, you don't realize how good radio shows are until you have your own podcast. Like the cons- oh. you, do you know what I'm saying? Well, because we've I've talked to a lot of comedians who've started podcasts, and you know, and and it's uh, 
And we wake up every day on our show, and it's four to five hours of just blah, blah, blah every freaking day. Every fucking day. Because I can say that great. Yeah. <laughs> every freaking day. Frick. I right. used to say frick all the time. I can say fuck. But you're right, Joe. So when, when comedians start doing podcasts, they realize they got to keep the conversation going. they got to fill some time. And, uh, you know, a lot of them can do it. Obviously, you can do it. I've heard a lot of great things about your podcast, but uh, it makes you appreciate radio, I'm sure. In their defense, the they, they usually don't bring in a big staff. No, that's you true, know, too. It's yeah. usually like when I see Marin's show it's it's yeah. one-on-one is that mostly here oh yeah you know, yeah Marin's is literally in that garage and that, really and he oh and he turns the ac off because he wants the audio to be right oh really and it's hot <laughs> as fuck <laughs> and you're sweating but he's he's such an interesting guy because he'll hold your feet to the flames right. if he needs to right but he's this he is and he, i know he doesn't like hearing this but he's one of the sweetest guys i've heard that we've talked to him a couple of times he yeah. seems like a real nice guy yeah but uh, when, how long have you been start when did you start yours it's the biggest mistake I ever made. <laughs> now people want you to keep them going? Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. And, and, and you're then, not busy enough. And I, I, Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I would love to do what Bill Burr does and just do a rant. I would love to do what you guys do. Right. You guys are not guest specific. No. People listen to you because of you, who you are. Right. And I genuinely believe that had I not gotten into stand-up, I'd be doing radio somewhere. I can hear you doing that, yeah, sure. And I think I would have the personality where I could carry a show just me and another guy talking. Right. However... <laughs> that ability is so fucking hard. You just—I just sound like I'm starting a Nazi youth group with an unfocused Nazi youth group. Like I just—I start ranting about stuff, and then I go, "That feels insensitive." Right. Like I was talking the other day about how. Uh, by, by the way, I do a solo podcast okay. every now and then, just for myself. Just, okay, great. And uh, just well, a rant. Just, just yeah. a rant. Right. Just a rant. And I was talking about how SNL uh, hired. The black right. female, uh, only because she was. They were looking for a black. They wanted right. right. See, right there, I feel insensitive. No, so, but, I but when you know. I'm by yeah. myself, I start spiraling. I go, didn't mean all black. A couple blacks. What am I saying? Black. I could call them. Ne- no, no, Satan. No. What am I saying? So, so I literally get into this like. Uh, so I, 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 I don't do them by myself because then I start. I literally am. You overanalyze. Do, do you ever feel like? Do you ever feel like? Because you do get your – you derive your paycheck right. from a corporate source. Right. Do you ever feel the corporation on your shoulders? You know, I'll, I'll give Journal Broadcast. Uh, they're based in Milwaukee, our, our headquarters. Rarely. Rarely because yeah. we've been doing it for a long time. And at least for 15 years, we don't take many shit at all really. And we really go – we go – you've heard the show. We do hardcore religion, hardcore – you know, we're – uh, we're pretty liberal guys, and we we have bosses. We know their personal lives are not necessarily like ours at all, and yeah. uh, never, never. And in fact, uh, you know, with stockholders and and uh, and and board members, not once do we we've we been called on the carpet of said something we said uh, higher up. The only time they ever get worried is if we ever do something that might be technically FCC illegal, like the word fuck, and we never can say that. So this is great. I love to say this on the microphone. Once in a while, uh, <laughs> a middle management guy will come in and make a. Political or religious concern, and well, they're they're no longer with us. No, you're right. That has, that's been a long, long time. So we're, no, we're, we're lucky. Right. We're lucky, and in, in our, in our company has backed us. And of course, we've we've treated them with some ratings too. But it's they they could still ride our ass more than they do, and they really don't. What's so, the, what's right, the biggest, we had to. What's the biggest trouble you guys have ever been in? Oh God. Oh. 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 You know, usually if it involves uh, uh, the the R word. You can say that here, right? Retard. Oh yeah, you yeah, can. Once, yeah. once in a while, uh, 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 <laughs> we don't use it often, but it'll come up in conversation. A yeah. retard owner <laughs> will have a little problem with yeah, it. Some, yeah, some uh, we'll get some crap about uh, because we get, we also we're, we're holding advertisers too. So if somebody that's where it gets tricky, right? right is right. that it, there is freedom of speech, right. but but you have these advertisers that are here's the thing that 
I'm not. I, I get concerned right now because right. I know I'm not beholden to advertisers right. on this podcast. But in my regular job, I am. And you, oh hell you, yeah, you're all over you, TV, man. Yeah, and you when you hang out with them, they're just as regular as you, right? But then they have a, a line they draw in corporate wise. Yes, and you know it's so weird to be hanging out with them and they're and you're having drinks and they're just as fun. Yes, and then they uh, say, oh exactly. No, I say yeah. off color things into my they bosses at dinner drinks yeah. that they have to answer. So to. who's the guy at the top who's making? Because who's the guy that's holding the line? In our company? No, like like oh. like because we all know that 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 people outrage is is in short supply. Right. It is it is five people that get outraged, but they're exactly. the loudest voice. They are the loudest voice. Uh, you're right, because even people who don't agree with us over the years uh, still don't turn us on or yell at us or bitch to the bosses. They just say, well, okay, well, I disagree or didn't think that I was out, that was off color. I'll do something else. But, but, but you know, I don't know. Who, who is the people in charge? That's a good point. I don't know. I don't even understand the question technically because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you, uh, That's why I'm talking yeah. in fucking circles. Yeah. Are you talking about certain groups? Yeah, like, like, yeah. like, like, who's, who's the? Cause Some you, certain groups will make a lot of noise. Oh, and, okay. And they, they, they will target your advertisers or, or target your management. What happens? Know, and more least, often than not, you know, now you, you you have access to you know the the corporate higher ups. Yeah. So they'll hear about it, but they don't give a shit. You know, but you know, <laughs> no, not, not within our company, but we are we are syndicated. So we go into a new market. That's the trouble right there. The first three, six, eight months, uh, we'll get a, a call from their boss to our boss. Should they have done that? And our boss just explains, this is the show. This is what you asked for. And some things are going to be a little off color. Some things are going to be this and that. You've got to deal with it if you want, to, if right. you want your show it, to work. It depends upon the structure. Mm-hmm. You know, in a lot of uh, small-time radio, mm-hmm. it's the uh, friends of the wife's general manager yeah, believe make it or not. the decisions. In some small towns, oh, I, yeah. I heard that. Really? I, really, I yeah. really didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to get a radio job and uh, get a radio job inside the town where all the corporate people are? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Sweet. The wives and the kids and everybody's got something to say about it. Yeah. But, now, uh, now, we've how, been, we've, like I said, we've really been lucky, though. You know. Now, how does how does like for people listening? How does and use your trajectories sure. if possible? How does radio work? I would say okay. you guys are. Uh, I, 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 I will. Know, I know this because I do radio. But you right. guys are at pretty much the top of the mountain. Every radio, every radio t- show's dream is to be syndicated. Yeah. I have a buddy. Uh, Cowhead, who syndication is his goal. Okay, like his more syndication, the better. And so you guys are there. What? How does it start? Well, we want a lot more. Todd and Tyler want a lot more. But you know, the, the thing about that, you know what? We dominated in our home market for a long, long time, and we always wanted more people to hear it. You know, and this is pre-podcast, obviously, and pre-pre-apps. And- but you guys started in like the morning zoo era. Oh, well, we we weren't doing that kind of show, obviously. But that, but that yeah. was like the hit. Oh, I, that yeah. Was, yeah. When we I, came to town, it was a zoo show here. I, I and did we, for a little while. while. You did right. the zoo? Yeah, I did Top 40 you know, for a little I while. I did. That's what I remember as a kid. Balls. I remember mm-hmm. Q Morning Zoo in Tampa, Florida. And I remember them, uh uh, ee, tookie, tookie. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, it's the tookie bird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so politically incorrect, by the way. By the way, back then, they had a character the called Taniqua, Tales from Taniqua, And it was just an uneducated black person yeah. ordering food at McDonald's. Just, right. And it was just that so was, racist. There was an error about that. Yeah. Yes. You could be clever racist. And, yes. I think, and, that, and that's be. not. That's not. I shouldn't say clever racist. You can make race color jokes. Yeah. That are fun. I mean, right. That's why people put put up with us. Where did he hide the burning cross? <laughs> right. It's in the backyard. As long as you're mocking racism, yeah. When, yes. when, when, when you make those jokes, and, yeah. and a lot of people don't get that either. 
Yeah. We're giving the benefit of the doubt a lot because uh, uh, the whole show, when the, when we do something that people are pissed off about, they remember the other parts, they laugh about, and they know we're just we're decent people. We're not trying to raise any hell. You know, we're not pissed off at anybody. And it's all it's yeah. all if you have a good heart. I think. People, Plus, we're liberal yeah. guys too, so we're not like, we're not telling you what to do in your life. We don't give a shit. You know, yeah. you know, have an abortion. You know, fuck who you want. We don't care. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean we don't care. You said you. I love saying that on the yeah. mic. Yeah. I better, I better, I better, we're back on the air live tomorrow morning. At the current time, we're doing. Get to be a shirt. He's got the wrong order there. You First, you fuck whoever you want, and then you have the abortion. Yeah, I could care there less. is something. Right. By the way, I want to go back to this, but there is something very. Uh, I love economists because economists just deal with facts; they don't deal with emotion. Right. So, like, I went to uh, Disney the other day, and I saw I saw an uh, an. Um, abnormal amount of people with Down syndrome. Yeah, okay. I just have right. I mean, growing up, I remember there was always, like, one family who had a child with Down syndrome right. and that, at the baseball field, and there was a couple kids. At right. the, you know, so you always saw that, and I just, I just noticed at Disney, I haven't seen that in a very long time. You see a lot of kids with autism, but you don't really see, it, like, straight-up Down syndrome. My friend is what you would call a, a, an economist, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I said something like, why would that? Why is that? Like, I noticed that. Why is that? And he's like, oh, it's abortion. Um, a lot of people now, they do the tests, and they get the prenatal test, and they find out that they have a child with Down syndrome, and they decide to abort it. It's a tough. A lot, a lot of women and do I'm, get that done ahead of time. Yeah. Right. yeah and yeah. I was like, whoa. But yeah. I love people that just deal with facts. Right. They like, do. Like, just go, oh, that's why That's why this is happening. That's why that all the hockey players, like Malcolm Gladwell's books, are awesome. Well, that's also why. That's Freakonomics, too, because, you know, there's a lot of, there's less crime nowadays because they aborted everybody, in the, all the bad kids in the 70s and the 80s. You know? Right. Not bad yeah. kids. Kids that would have grew up. Up, but in, in shitty situations, right. impoverished situations, <laughs> what have you. Well, let's give well, them a year. We'll see how it turns out. Face it, they want to turn out to be assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you guys started. Where you started in uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and yeah. you started in with North Dakota. North I started Dakota. in high school. I was 15 years old when I actually got a radio paycheck. Shut up. Well, it was minimum wage. 15 but, years yeah, old. It was a radio paycheck. What were you doing? What were you? I mean, like, what was radio like then? Was it wheel to wheel? Oh, it was. A, <laughs> like, I, but no, I'm being dead serious. Like, yeah, it was a sm- it was small town, thirty five hundred people. So this is one AM station. It was North Dakota. And you did that. You, you did everything. You did the hospital report. You did the livestock report in the morning. Yeah, you, you, you did an hour. I remember sitting down and when I would fill in for the morning guy, I would have to read news for an hour for a fucking hour. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? And then the, the music we played was uh, country during the day and then rock at night. Like and, what was the big and, rock song and, that and, came out? And polka in between. Well, was, Dude, yeah. Lawrence Welk had an album I just saw a throwback. He's like, 500 years of polka. And I was like, I think one will do it. I was there. It's the polka song, yeah. Yeah, all through high school. But uh, the first song I played on the radio was uh, Oh, What a Night, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Oh, what yeah. a night. Yes. And it was 1964. Todd's that old. Yeah. <laughs> so... So that's North Dakota. What was? Where did you start in Pennsylvania? Uh, I went to college uh, at a school with Millersville University back uh, right outside in that area, of central Pennsylvania, and then uh, got into college radio right there. So I just loved it from day one, basically, and then started working right in Harrisburg. And I was rock. I only worked rock radio. I was just a, you know regular rock jock. I was thought I'd go into that side of the business, and I'd always fill in for the morning guy. After a while, they moved Todd to our station at the time. In the uh, late, uh, what was that? 92. God, 92. 1992? <laughs> yeah, yep. 92. We got I together. just started college in 91. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So now I'm we trying got together to... together right around then, yeah. I'm trying to put a face on that. That is, you guys are in Philly. That is the time, no, I guess. No, Harrisburg area. Yeah. Stern, Stern is in D.C. at Stern the time? Stern was in D.C. Now, D was more, yeah, he was in New York by then. 
He okay. was in New York by then, yeah, yeah. But you know, I never listened to Stern because he wasn't in my town. So I mean, I, yeah. I, was he I knew, on in I, Philly at the time? He was on in Philly. Okay. Yeah, he was on in Philly, but I never yeah. listened to him in the time. So uh, I knew what he did, but I didn't really. We didn't really follow anybody's format. We just were two guys that had a lot in common at the time and a lot of differences, and we got along with it. It made each other laugh, and it, and it worked from day one. It really did. And know? so, and so, when did they put you guys together? In we were, after about six months, so we were working the same station. Todd was working with a married uh, couple. Uh, the show was called Dave, Colleen, and Todd, and I was doing afternoons. And- Are Dave and Colleen still doing radio? No, Dave's no. a preacher and Colleen's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colleen was a bitch back then. Yeah, I don't know. I, do. I don't know what she's doing now. Dave's actually a preacher. Uh, you know, he's a decent, you know, he's an upstanding preacher now. I, don't, I guess he got into Jesus later on. Uh, and then uh, I was doing afternoons. They moved me and Todd together. This woman. Did you talk time. to Dave? No, I, I was have on you? Facebook, yeah. Okay, yeah. We, we don't keep in touch with Colleen. No, no really? I, I have no idea what, what she ever They got divorced, yeah. I guess. Here, here was the dynamic. Dave yeah. was the program yeah. director. He had to fire his wife and then move uh, Tyler into, into the mornings right. with me. Oh, yeah. you shitting me. And, nope. and, and, and then Dave, the program director, moved to afternoons. Right. So when did you guys know you guys were a good fit? Almost immediately. Almost, yeah. Did, yeah. Was there a moment um, where yeah. you guys looked at each Like, like uh, one of my best friends is a guy named Tom Segura. Okay. A uh, very funny comedian. And um and we did a podcast. We did his podcast like very long, long time ago. Right. And we realized we very we play very well off each other. But right. we don't. But there, there's no room for. There's no way to do a, a duo podcast of me and him. No. Like no. it's just we don't have time to yeah, do well, it. Yeah. Exactly. But we but we went, went very click, quickly and we were laughing so hard at each other. We were like, oh, this works. Was that there that moment? I yeah. think I think you can tell because you can really tell it more often when you have you have to deal with other people that you have no chemistry. Almost immediately, and uh, and not not that I ever I, I, I didn't work full time morning still. We had plenty of that. Yeah, we had right. Yeah, really? we, so you had that to compare it to. Yeah, you did. When you you, you meet other people, when you start talking to them on the radio, and there's nothing that bounces back and forth. Although that person's good in their own business, it is more of a, a bounce back thing. But we know? found the same stuff funny. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. philosophically, stupid, you know, right. it's it's synced up a lot right. better than anything I'd ever you know been with. Yeah, before. so it worked out pretty much right away. We moved to Omaha six months after that. Uh, about 10 years later, syndication, maybe, I think it was, yeah, somewhere 10, 13 years later, syndication or something like that. But t- Todd and t- com for all the people all over the country who listen to Bert Kreischer's podcast. TNT, and there's a free app to search Todd and Tyler, too. I want to get our plugs in there. It's it's going to be great. I wish I had done this before my show's in Omaha. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking idiot. Who's coming up? <laughs> Who's coming? Let's promote someone else's show. When's I'm the, posting this tonight. Oh, you are? I'm okay. going to post it tonight. I was like, I was like you know. Rob who, Little. Are, you know Rob I Little? know Rob Little. Okay, Rob's here next weekend. Let's, let's use this to promote Rob, Rob Little's weekend. <laughs> Rob Little is a great comedian. He's a great guy. He is a great, he is a great guy. He's a fun guy. We've known Rob since we all... Uh, some girl whipped off her pants uh, for us and her top in a in a. Uh... Has that changed in radio? Can girls get naked in studio anymore? No, no. But we did it plenty in the back in the day. But, but, <laughs> That's the fucking eighty. But, but Rob Little uh, was in a uh, a, van, a van with us when the shit got naked, and it wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was a broadcast, but yeah, I remember that. And Rob, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. how we met Rob years ago. That was years ago, by the way. In case my wives are downloading the podcast. No, we used to have naked women in the studio all the time, it, but it really wasn't. You know, it became boring because it was like uh, the chick's naked, and we can see her. You're not. Radio got old. It yeah. got old quick, I thought. But it was, yeah. you know, it was fun for a while, you know. I remember I remember doing radio and they'd bring naked women in and right. and you were like I remember one time uh, I did Playboy radio. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah. And uh Travel Channel had set it up mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't think you guys are aware what they do on yeah. their show. And they're like, No, 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 it's great, great exposure. And I was like, Okay. And so then they played a game, Real or Not Real. All right. And oh, they, tits. Yeah, and right. so I was supposed to feel tits, <laughs> real or not real. And I was like, I'm going to give me two seconds. And I called my rep at travel. I was like, Anna, they're playing a game called Real or Not Real. They call just it letting you know. Tit flip. That I may be. <laughs> <laughs> That's on, you put that on TV now. <laughs> yeah, I go, just so you know, 
tits. <laughs> and she was like, it's okay. They, right, they, they, they lined it up. They lined it up. I love the Travel Channel. It's yeah. so cool, You have man. no idea what great fucking people they are. I watch it all the time. I really do, man. I watch all that shit. Your now, did they film obviously... that for the Travel Channel? No, they did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Colleen, can I get say... vodka in this? Yeah. yeah. Great, um, this is, I'm going to take a great fucking nap. I don't know if that translates to radio. What? Grabbing tits. Yeah, it, I don't. Uh, well, it's Playboy Channel. I've yeah, heard, on, I I've heard on satellite. Yeah, yeah. Playboy Channel. That show, <laughs> I, uh, I, Andrea. If you, I, I, they're never going to be out here. But if right. you're ever in LA, it's right. it is Andrea and Kevin are two of the coolest people. Andrea was like on the Surreal Life. She's right. a model. She's gorgeous. But she, um, she has a bit where she just motorboats you, and it, that really doesn't translate to radio. Yeah, I wouldn't think <laughs> but so. it is so fucking enjoyable. <laughs> I, and she has literally the perfect body. She is one like the, the, that girl is radio gold. She okay. is All interesting right. as fuck. Right. Who is someone that you've brought in that you that came into the studio and you were like, uh, not really feeling it, but they turned out to be amazing radio. Oh my god! Like comic, a lot of people probably yeah. that doesn't have to be comic. They were afraid of in the beginning, and I'm you know that's that's a tough one. I was the other way around. It happened to eat quicker with us, uh, and we've uh, since then made up and have on the show a bunch of times. But uh, did, you, did you write a note? I thought college going to write a note down <laughs> or somebody that was a dick or God, do you have anybody right in mind right now that was? No, that, I mean, that, it's just like random. I'll, I'll tell the yeah. Ralphie Mays story. Ralph, what's Ralphie Mays? No, no, first of all, everything's I'm, cool I'm with Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah, I'm real good friends with Ralphie. I've We're all real cool with Ralphie now. About uh, five years ago, Ralphie came in, and uh, we had never met him, and we had never had a problem with the comedian. Now, once again, this story ends good. And he comes in, and uh, he'd come in, and he was, we never met him. I knew he was funny, but he came in. He saw he's a white hip hop guy. And he, he kind of played, oh, kind of was. He played that pretty hard. That's and so interesting that that's how you decide, not, decide no, but, to describe Ralphie. But, but it's not. I would start with six hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Ralphie to death. He's but, a big boy. Yeah, he's a big guy. He came in with an attitude that day, and we didn't. And, and we know. And you've been on the show. We first met you in person. Was there, we didn't have an attitude? Some Ooh. and five, ten years ago, we didn't have an attitude either. So we come in with an attitude. He mentioned long hair and he mullets. Did, he specifically mentioned mullets, which we don't which have. We yeah. don't have, and so that just, really gets under the, our fucking skin. The long yeah. hair, the rock. <laughs> he just came off like really pissy, and it was just like this guy's a dick. Now we didn't say any of the. Sh- I, we didn't say get out of the studio. We're polite. He, he did the show, and then about uh, and then we just literally ripped them on the air for about a year. It just ripped them bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Longer than that, wasn't it? Oh yeah. And he, ra- he started running the comedians we knew, and like I said, and, and at that point we've had hundreds and hundreds of comedians, and had problem with one. And we and I did, I knew he was famous, but we started ripping him, ripping him, and when we don't even do that, we just felt bad that we ripped us, we ripped him. He finally, uh, one day out of the blue, we got uh, two nice bottles of whiskey, right? Yeah, I think you know this is when social media started yeah, kicking yeah. in Twitter. But he and, started you know. running around, started running yeah. comedians we knew, and said it. Uh, what I do, I don't know what I did. I heard his, I heard to rip me. I, I got to make up with these guys. And uh, he sent us two gorgeous bottles of whiskey, expensive stuff, and we drank it and got a hold of him. He called us. We apologized. He, no, he apologized. He kept apologizing over and over again. And then since then, he's been in the studio a couple of different times, and we're all buddies. But yeah. that was a weird situation that he had the shitty attitude, and he actually admitted it. He, he and he defended and he. Apologized. Apologize, but other than that, I can't think of anybody that we actually. Oh, 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 oh Colleen's oh, got notes. All right, this is a podcast. Colleen's got right. notes. What was the question again? Somebody we didn't think, yeah, would be all that good, and, was and wasn't great. that good? No, uh, yeah. what? Jimmy Walker sucked. He was a dick. Man. Oh. You know, no, he was a dick to us. You was know? that back when I, you were in North Dakota? No, no, you're right. <laughs> That's a good point. That was here. That was Jimmy Walker was a dick. And you know what? I didn't Jimmy get, Walker was Jimmy, doing local talk radio. After the fact. He was yeah. talking, uh, you know, the uh, suburban Omaha city council and school district. And he uh, didn't know how to 
pronounce names. And I, I think and, he was doing it and from this his one hotel I feel bad in about, Vegas. This one I feel bad about because we have a uh, we have a sound effects machine in there that we call <laughs> we call the Winslow Eight Hundred. And it's named after Michael Winslow. Wait, let's finish the story about uh, Jimmy Walker. Oh, okay. <laughs> that uh, he he won't say dynamite on the air, but yeah. he'll sell you a hundred fucking t-shirts <laughs> that say dynamite. Yeah, I didn't even. <laughs> Why wouldn't you say? I mean, I, I'm I don't know. He had an yeah. attitude when he walked into. But he, we, we would have had to have a conversation to. It's you know, interesting come the people to that conclusion. Who, look, who who and I'm I, I'm I don't even know Jimmy Walker, but who. Aspire for fame and success, right? But then when it gets to them, they don't. Uh, it, they wanted it their way. Like, like I don't. If people go, you're the trip flip guy. You're travel right. channel. Right. You're the fucking machine. Right. You're on a train. Right. Do a shot. Do yeah. a shot. Like whatever they say. I go. All right. Great. Yeah. Like because yeah. I, I. That's that why I'm doing bills. this. That's why I do the podcast. And so that someone goes, you're the machine. Right. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't run away from that. I took a yeah. shot with a bunch of frat boys when I was supposed to be spending the afternoon with my daughters and wife. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're on the Ferris wheel. What can I fucking do? All right, let's do a shot. Yeah, bombs. Like I'm that. I am such a fucking empty vessel. <laughs> I was thinking about you the other day. I said this on the air. We talked to you the other day too. We said that uh, you said you tell you you tell the machine every night, every single night. Okay. Now I was saying that. That's got to be tough, although it's a great story, and, you, and you're into it every time. Yeah. And I was saying, Larry, the cable guy, he just said, get her done. And his deal was, no matter what he says, he can chase her material up this whole fr- fucking life. He's a good friend of ours. And yeah. all as long as he says, get her done once in a while, that's cool. But at least his is only get her done. Yeah. Yours is a 10-minute <laughs> story. Minute story. <laughs> I, and I, when will be the day? I don't know. Now, you're famous. You know, I, it, it, there will be a day. I ha- there has to be. There has to be. I have to retire the story at <laughs> yeah, some no, point. You st- I, yeah. But you're, anytime soon, I don't think so. I, I've been telling you. I think the you, day is when it gets back to Russian officials. And we brought this up <laughs> after your laugh. Of travel, all the criminal activity that is involved in that right. story. Travel Channel uh, <laughs> said they want to do a special where they send me back to Russia. With like a with like a college class, and I take them, or because of the story, yeah, because of the story. I don't know. That's a really but, great question because I don't like. Here's the deal. I really thought. I really thought coming through uh, Omaha this time because I, I told it on your show. Yeah, and I thought on coming the show, through right on coming through this time. And people still want to hear it all the time. I suppose our producer they still want to hear it all the time. Thursday Thursday show or Friday show <clears throat> first show. I do some material up front, some newer material. I'm working right. on a few stories. Sure. Yeah, and, and yeah. the whole the whole thing. And by the way, that doesn't bother me. No. When they, people yell out the machine, that is a that is a that is a nod and a pat on the back that I'm doing the yeah. right thing. I'm not right. I'm not bothered by that in the slightest. No, not at all. So I get to like I get to like twenty minutes into my set and I usually tell it towards the end of the set and at twenty minutes I go, Do you guys there's yelling it so much I go, You guys wanna hear the machine story? And the whole crowd goes nuts and I go, All right, I'll tell it. And I said, and I it starts the same way every time I go. When I was 22, I got involved with the Russian mafia, and they go fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, oh god! It, all I could think was, Free I'm bird. telling this the next right. four times I come to Omaha. This isn't even close to being retired. Those are the right lyrics. Yeah, that's yeah, the right lyrics. Tell, talk about Igor. Have you retired it anywhere? Oh no, no I, you, I, I, I have not in two years. It's been two years. I have now not you. told it one time. One time, the Late Show in Columbus. Stroop comes out late show. We're doing three shows on a Saturday, right. and I'm like, I can get away with not telling it on a late show Saturday. I'm already drunk. I it's a light crowd. Mm-hmm. It's not sold out. I don't tell it. Stroop comes up and he goes, "What the fuck?" I go, "What?" And he goes, "You didn't tell the machine story." This guy runs a club, and I go, "I go, yeah, I know." And he goes, "There's some people that are upset." <laughs> I go out, and there's 12 people waiting outside. And they're like, "How come you didn't tell the machine story?" Uh. And I go, "I just thought." And they're like, "No, no, no. We came for the machine story." I was like, all right. Everybody, I was everybody back in the, the bar. Lot? I go into the bar and I just tell the machine story. <laughs> and they're like, that's what we came for. 
It's I, interesting. I, I, you, I can look at my inbox right now. There will be a dozen requests for, is there any way we can find the machine's door? Oh, yeah, there is. I looked it it's, already. It's yeah. interesting. But there's those things that, like, like what was it for you guys that was, like, the thing? What's that? It's, it's yeah, an email. Yeah. Serious? Yeah. Yeah. And well, where we Brian can find the machine Carl story. Schwartz. Yeah. Not yesterday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. to the show. Come to the, the show. show. I don't know when I, you know, I was saying this earlier. Or catch Bert in the bar after the show if he doesn't tell the story. Dude, I am such, I I am such a person that is out there for the people that like me yeah. in the sense that, it's probably unhealthy. We were talking about the book at the beginning of the thing. Right. And, and it's the, um, they, they have a very candid, it's interesting when you sell a book. Uh, they're like fantastic. We can't re- we can't wait nine months. We're gonna do nine months, and then we should be done with the first thing, and we'll get into production. It took me two and a half years, and so <laughs> I, I, then again, I was the guy that went to college for seven. So so uh, so then you get done, and they're like, all right, now here's the real deal. If you want it to get into Barnes and Nobles, our pre-order sales need to be good. And I was like, wait, in your head, you're like, I thought it was just going to be there, right? I would think it's just, a book's out. It's in a store, especially at like, Barnes and Noble. Well, they you need. There they have everything be, at Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble, clearly, and I don't know why this uh, passed by my my common sense. There needs to be a, a demand. There needs to be a demand, so they need to see. Is the there upfront money at all to do it? Oh, I get pre. I got upfront money, got but you, there needs not a lot. But um, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> what's not a lot? Eh, like I could maybe support a, a family in Taiwan for no, okay. a month. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> okay, but have you written a book before? No, but I'm no, right. no. Well, right, then no, then yeah. why do why do they expect a bunch of pre? I can see where somebody's you know, a yeah. prominent author. Yeah, okay, whatever. I yeah. buy whatever of his stuff, and, and I'll pre-order a bunch of that stuff. So and that that, that, uh, that would seem kind of difficult to me. That, they, you, you'd be you know, shocked. They actually author. say stuff like uh-huh. when you. They actually said when you go to Omaha, are you doing radio? And I go, yeah. And because I thought I'd be here early enough to do radio, right. I go. I'm doing Todd and Tyler. Google them, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll know how big the show is. And they're like, perfect, awesome. You'll go on there. You'll talk about the book because right. they they literally pre order sales dictate. I, I'm saying like dictate in actual numbers how many orders Barnes and Nobles buys, how many books they buy, and put. And where they put them. I remember working at Barnes & Noble, and there was a book called Golden Boy, Matt Damon. Yeah. And I guess the pre-orders were through the fucking roof because I was told to – I remember told one day, go take Golden Boy off the off the, the new fiction, nonfiction and move it up to the front table. And I didn't. I was like, fuck Matt Damon. I was like, <laughs> he's got so much good shit going on in his life, yeah, and no I'm sucking dick here at Barnes & Noble. And I put him in the fucking storage room downstairs. I was like <laughs> – and every day I got fired from that bars and I was working out in the basement. I, I got I was working out in the basement in my underwear, and I was and they had cameras. I didn't right. fucking know, but I remember I would work out. And I would see Golden Boy Matt Damon staring me in the fucking eyes as I'm doing pushups in my underwear, just going, "Suck it, Matt Damon. Enjoy your fucking life in Hollywood. Your book's not gonna move shit, Master Place." <laughs> but, but yeah, but that it is so, and it's 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 really what's really weird, and this is vulnerable for me. What's the, what do you have to? How many do you have to pre-order for? In, in and, and what's the book cost? Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Right. This is by you the way. This is, fans, from, so this is from my, a friend. I will not say her name. Oh fuck! Never mind. Jen Kirkman. So <laughs> Jen Kirkman is an amazing comic. If mm-hmm. she ever comes in town, you will love her. She does your show. That's who she is. In yeah. her stage, she would. She is a perfect fit for you guys, and she'd sell a ton of tickets. She's on Chelsea lately. Got it. And so Jen Kirkman, we get done the podcast, and she goes, you got to pimp this book. Don't be shy. Don't be – you go and you talk about this book. You you, you, you tell your fans, I'm going to be talking about this book a lot. I worked hard on it. I want people to read it. 
And she was like, you need to tell your fans that in order for new people to read this book, they need to buy it. If they support you, they need to buy it. And she's like, and, and she looked me in the face in my driveway. She goes, you need to sell 5,000 copies on pre-order. And I, so that was my benchmark. Right. So I was like 5,000 copies. And so I put like a disclaimer at the front of my podcast and my, <laughs> my editor calls me like the next day. And he goes, dude, sales are up. 500%. And I went, seriously? He's like, yep. I was like, did I hit my mark? And he goes, well, no, let's just say the week before they were very slow. <laughs> I go, how slow? He goes, well, you sold one. But here's the point. Five, I sold 501. Yeah. All right. Well, or 500. What's, what's the book cost? You it's know? 16 bucks. 16 right. bucks. Yeah, right. 16 how much bucks. of that do you see? You don't know? <laughs> now we're asking. Yeah. I have no fucking idea. Really? <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys negotiate your own contracts? I don't know. We, we got an agent. We have a guy. Yeah. Do you do like do, is is okay, you don't have to answer this. Sure. But uh is as, as a comic, when right. I hear a show is syndicated, I go, these dudes are fucking rich. Not not true. Really? No, not true at all. No, not no. fucking true. Uh they pay us well for for where we're at, but uh the syndication part is not the is not where you get rich unless you have, you know, not yet. Okay. We're so not rich, not at all. Let's, Fuck no. Let's, Fuck play, no. let's play a game. Okay. Uh, all right. You don't have to be honest about this, Probably but let's play be. a game, and you, I will name a radio host, right. and you tell me how much money he makes. Uh, do we know? You don't have to. You just ballpark it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, ballpark yeah, it? Yeah, ballpark it. Right. Ballpark it. Um, let's say, uh, let's say like, uh, God damn it, now I can't think of any, because all I can think of guys I like, and yeah. they're going to be like, don't bring me up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't fucking know. I mean, some of them maybe I'm, I'm making ballpark. Like, maybe. what was? What would be like? I say a I guy knew. in. Say a guy in Tampa. Let's right. say Cowhead. Do you know who Cowhead is? No, no. I know the name. Okay, it's... Michael Calta. Right. He's killing the name Cowhead. He's going back to Michael Calta. <laughs> okay. He's. He's. <laughs> I'm never gonna. I've known the guy for fucking twelve years. I'm never gonna call him Michael. Did he get rid of Cowhead because uh, a man cow? That that that, that thing. Yeah. Or not? No, no. Okay, okay let's. Okay, but okay, that's a pretty do... good sized market. Is th- does he win? He does. does he he's, dominate his he's afternoons, and he's a number one afternoons rating, ratings in, in from three to seven. Does he have much of a staff with him, or is it just him? He's got. Uh, oh, this is so much fun right now. Yeah. Right now, Cowhead is fucking sitting in his Range Rover, which we're about to find right. if he can afford it or not. Uh, and he's on. He's holding on his steering wheel, going, "Please, I say a high fucking number." <laughs> um, he's got a staff. He's got one producer, John Brennan. He's got a, a sidekick, Galvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, sidekick, Galvin's like a co-host. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got a sidekick, Spanish. He's got a, probably a staff of like f- and a five or six, five or six. He might make a half a million. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, he might. If he's it's, gener- after, it's afternoon. Though. If he's generating income. Yeah, 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 I think he is. What would someone? Hope like- it's more than. Hope it's more than what he makes. So he's pissed. Right no right now he's like I'll take half a million yeah right now right now yeah. I'm telling you right now I'm releasing this tonight he might he Monday might. morning we want to know get, now we're close yeah, I will get uh, uh, Cal you can call into Todd and Tyler <laughs> and you can talk about how much money you make <laughs> so like what is what do like Kevin and Bean make well they're in L A mill piece maybe maybe more really yeah, more, yeah. holy shit so so like radio is the I want to say closer to two or three. Each. It depends. Yeah. yeah, you're right. For those maybe, guys. maybe, maybe. Yeah, L.A. Do you I've been there a long time. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think how, how much do you think Adam Carolla is making on his podcast? Well, he sells that. You're right. He's yeah, I, 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 all I've ever heard is Carolla and uh, who else? And maybe Marin makes some money off their podcast, right? Well, Marin probably does too by now. But uh, the Carolla has that's his probably sponsor, just based on, on on revenue. You know, 
I don't know. Corolla's called the show. Nobody right? steps up and pays them to podcast. No, not yeah, at all. That's their Nobody own production. Pay you to podcast? I'm, I don't even have a sponsor. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a sponsor for a reason yeah. because I don't, you don't you because don't I do shit. this all myself. So like today when he gives me the thumb drive, I will then go to my hotel room, plug it in, do an intro, mm-hmm. and then and then post it. And I, I'm very simple in that I've got a basic intro outlined on my thing that one of the editors for Trip Flip just he just put a format right. so I can plug yeah. things in, and it just never fit out to put in a sponsor. And I don't want to deal for like sponsors will give you. I'm I'm going to ballpark this, but like 800 bucks mm-hmm. per 30,000 downloads. Got it. And so is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. So best best like on this podcast, right. I'd make 1600 bucks. I'm not shitting on 1600 bucks right, at no, all. Yeah. But I like for but I just it doesn't entice me to do a. Let's just say stamps.com, which my wife actually fucking uses. Yeah. She actually uses them. And when I made that comment to her, she goes, I actually use them. They're a great fucking product. Yeah. They're a great service. I don't know why you wouldn't do a stamps.com. <laughs> and I'm like, because I don't want to read a fucking stamps.com ad at the beginning of my thing. Hey, guys. Because I know people are skipping over right. it. We're just, we just did one. Yeah, We just did a stamps.com. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Can you guys send me 1600 bucks? Stamps.com. Use the promo but we code. Don't, but we know what you make. You know, you told me. You I ma- think you'll find people uh, are tolerant of that. They are. Yeah. They are. I would. I would rather. This is what I would rather do. I would rather uh, make that money in t-shirt sales and book sales. I'd rather them. It's, go, your, own, it's your own deal, right? Yeah, and just right. go, guys. If Plus, you we like know me, you make a tri- You told me what you make a show. Oh, your uh, your uh, your trip flip show. Yeah. And you also told me. Uh, <laughs> did I really? I, I, yeah, you did. You did. I forget what it was. Last time we were in the studio. <laughs> I just signed a new contract. You did. <laughs> well, I don't know. You made more than. Yeah. So I don't think you. I don't think you need the fucking sixteen hundred dollars from. <laughs> People get so creeped out when I talk about money. Me, I don't. Me and me, Ari Shafir and Steve Bernazizi mm-hmm. were on a pod. You know Steve Bernazizi? I know the name. He's on yeah. the show, The League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about what we made an episode, and we were just doing this on the and, podcast. On the podcast, and not, not, but to us, we weren't sharing it with everyone. Right. To us, we were, and people were like through the fucking roof. I find that so fascinating because I don't like. I know for a fact I have a hard time making my nut every month. And I have a very small nut. That <laughs> Do you realize both of it? How big the other one? Right both now, of them. everyone that's listening to my podcast is saying: A, get a studio; B, get two radio guys to run it for you. <laughs> this is the, one of the best podcasts I've ever fucking done. You're nuts. Uh, well, you're nuts. <laughs> well, you live in L.A. It's a lot yep. more expensive to live yep. here. And yep. Obviously, and I know you kids go to private school. You mentioned, I no, think, right? No, yeah. no, no. Oh, they don't. Okay, they're they go. Public, oh, they go to a school with a bunch of public. Yeah, no, you told me they go to school. But it must be a nice school district because they go to. You told us. Some other parents that were famous yeah. have their kids. There. Oh yeah, 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 right, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's obviously a nice school district. No, yeah. since we're based in the uh, hardy Midwest, yeah. you know, yeah. people are holier than thou sometimes. They, uh, I'm very curious about this sort of stuff. I'm probably more guilty of it than Tyler, but I will quiz people about. It. What'd you make for that commercial? Yeah, yeah. You know, stop asking people what they made. Well, Dim- no, I, I yeah. want to know. Dimitri Martin. Said I want to know me. that Sean Gannett got twenty five bucks for uh, twenty five thousand for uh, being a clown on TurboTax. Yep. Yeah. And that uh, could run, but that'll run forever. But good yeah. for him. He needs yeah. twenty five grand. Do uh, Dimitri Martin when we first got into stand up? Dimitri was a very famous comedian. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he pulled me aside. I remember he was like, "Commercials, commercials." Right. Jim Gaffigan got one hundred twenty five thousand dollars for that uh, Sprite or whatever commercial he yeah. did. And I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Judah Friedlander got seventy five grand for that Snickers commercial." Right. And I remember going, "Commercials, commercials, commercials." Mm-hmm. Then I did a Life Cereal commercial. I got fucking shit. I got nothing. <laughs> What'd you and get? I was a like, bad actor, okay. and I hated myself afterwards. <laughs> And I remember playing my. I remember. I remember the chicken. It was pregnant, and she was yeah. like, "I just booked it because I was pregnant." They needed a pregnant chick, and I was like, "And I oh, so fucking bad." It was. Such well, the a- thing about money is you. You see, you don't have to work with anybody else. 
You really don't. Whatever. Who cares what the other comedians think? You may. Do you, you give a shit? I mean, you talk to your other. I mean, no. we, we work for a corporate corporation, so there's no way in hell I'm going to tell anybody what I make. Yeah. Todd yeah. knows what I make. We make the exact same thing. Oh and, really? And yeah. Did and, you guys agree to that? Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so just we work with a lot of people and uh, a lot of coworkers, and it's nobody's business. And, and and would you want to know if you worked in? You know, you never. You like what you do is totally different, though. I'm gonna. I'm we gonna would tell piss you. people off, or or just there's it's no reason to bring that crap up with us, at least. You know, we were. Uh, no, we have no benefit. No, no yeah. benefit whatsoever. Throwing that around. Yeah, it's, no. it's one of those things, and we have that, a staff doesn't make as what we make, and so it's you know it's tough. You know. Yeah, it's it, it, and we it, don't control their salaries either. We wish we did. They get more. You know. Yeah, I would. I would be that guy. I would. I would really? probably. It's true. He would. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Colleen laughed. <laughs> it's true. I don't sign their paychecks. I would. Uh, yeah, I'm very open. Like, yeah. I, like Ari Shafir and I are very honest, and and then this is probably behooves. I think this behooves comics. Right. Like the guys I'm working with this week, I I tell them what they should expect, uh, based on what numbers they draw, right, right. and based on like I've always been that way with other comics because you don't know. You get your first round of offers at the improvs, and my first round of offers were thirteen hundred dollars, thirteen hundred and fifty dollars. And I got 13 offers, and I was through the fucking roof. Well, you know what? I, I've seen Colleen's list once in a while. She'll show me a list of the famous people. I'm not sure. Not just, I mean, the, the famous people with names. I, I haven't seen yours in my business, but I've seen that list before, and I, th- I think people would be surprised that people aren't getting rich doing clubs. Uh, some people make really good money doing clubs, yeah. obviously, once they get to their point. But I, I've seen that list, and I, I feel bad for the guy that just gets on stage that's a Midland or an MC, and the guy in the crowd thinks he's getting 1000 bucks. I know he's I'm not. not yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't I feel, feel bad, bad for that. I don't feel bad. I just feel bad that people think he has that kind of money. He I don't feel it. bad for that guy. I'll tell you who I feel bad for. Okay. This is my <clears throat> now this is gonna be real uh this is real comedy gossip. But I'm saying this genuinely from a, a kind heart and an open heart. I feel not feel bad. Not mm-hmm. feel bad. Right. But I I feel the injustice is done to someone like uh and I will use I will use uh I'll use two names. Okay. Um John Morgan. John, oh, the perfect! Oh, he's unbelievable, great. John friend. Morgan and oh, he's unbelievable uh, on stage, and someone like Rob Little, yeah, because perfect. they they put on fucking amazing, amazing shows. shows, right? Amazing shows. You go there, and and here's the thing, and then, that's, and a, then, that's and then, a great too. I could have picked two better guys out, and I and I know I, I I can ballpark what they make, and and I, I, and I can tell you what people that are famous that maybe don't have the act the at all like trust me when i tell you and i and i don't know john morgan at all all yeah, we, i know is we that, know john really well all i know is and that just, everyone that has ever had him at their club he's their favorite comic yeah and i've and i've uh, 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 another name um uh chad daniels okay oh you know what i just talk, I it's funny because colleen's bringing chad back and i went to see chad last time he was in town and and like i said i was know he, he's not, he was fucking funny god is he fucking funny yeah and so and I'm these jaded, guys and he these guys are guys that will fucking murder right. they'll murder as hard as as my best friends ari joey duncan joe the all all my fr- tom segura they are these guys are will murder and sometimes even harder because this is what they do and their John name Morgan, doesn't pay as much right and their name doesn't can you explain why yeah because because it's no, um, oh, well, and, and, and I think I think I think quite candidly I think that and I know I'm, I know at some point someone's hit them up and said you should hear Bert and Todd and Tyler talking about you. Right. So and, and guys, I I'm just being very candid. And yeah, I, no, they're all great guys. Love. We love we yeah. love those guys. But <clears throat> I think the fact that they chose not to move to L.A. kind of hinders them. Okay, right. New, right. L.A. or New York because you know 
I, the only reason my rate raises at all is because I am on TV. Right. I do have book deals. I do have a, docu- a documentary. Like, I am kind of in that game. Right. The, now, what I resent in all of that is that they have beautiful lives right. in a regular town. Yes. Where it's well, And I love my life. It's but, a trade-off for them. Yeah, yeah but, my, but I, I definitely... See, but John's going to hear this. He's going to go around. He's going to start asking for a bunch more money. <laughs> he should. Yeah, yeah. And, now, and, and, and he's yeah. done. He's going to yeah. fuck himself no, but, as a result of us buttering him up here. From what I hear, here. his wife hit the lottery, and they're, yeah, they're yeah, fine. They're fine. They're fine. No, no, no. From I what I hear about John no. Morgan, he is the dream life. He no. gets to do this for fun. Yeah. That, and like, we talked that we, we, I think we met him shortly after he hit the lottery. Yeah. Really? Uh, that was quite some time ago. So that, <laughs> mon- that money's running out soon. <laughs> John yeah. Morgan is so fucking I'd be interested to have him on my podcast. But he's And Chad Daniels. And like Chad you know, there's a lot of guys out there Rob on the road great. that are amazing shows. However, the the clubs cannot justify in their in their bottom line to give them what I know the clubs believe they're worth. However, you bring in someone, and I, and I I'm going to use this guy as an example, and he is a good stand up, and he started as a stand up. Don't think he's a movie star, and then he became a stand up. Right. And I heard him on Mark Maron's podcast, and he was fucking funny as shit. However. Rob Schneider yes. maybe doesn't, and I'll say this, doesn't have the passion for stand-up that maybe John Morgan or Chad Daniels has. Of course has. he doesn't, no, yeah. and, 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 and he doesn't need to. He's Rob Schneider. Right. He's the reason I, I, when my daughters are playing softball, I go, you can do it. Like, yeah, he yeah, is, yeah. he yeah. has earned <laughs> yeah. where he's at. Uh, Kevin Nealon. Like, these guys are great both stand-ups. The, they, they've both been in the studio with us. And uh, the Rob Schneider thing is funny because when I, when I saw Rob, uh, I, I, did, I expected him. I knew he was out and he had a name. And he, he told us he did very little stand-up before he became huge. Yeah, but he, yeah. Did, he, was, on, he was on one of the Young Comedian young specials. specials yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I didn't expect much. No one, I thought he was just going to go out as Rob Schneider. And obviously, that, you know, is who he is. But I was real surprised he was funny as what he was on stage. I think he had a good, some good material. But I know what you mean, though. He didn't need, I don't think the passion was there like some of the other guys. Right? He's not, I'll tell you what. On stage, he was great. He would, he, he would I mean, everyone would trade a movie for stand-up right. weekend. But, um, but those guys... Uh, are, are are earners. They yeah. they go out and they fucking grind. Yeah. And you see them live. And I say this to everyone listening. Obviously, anyone listening to this in Omaha already knows mm-hmm. how funny these guys yeah, are. They they've been through here. Yeah. But however, if you see them in your city, these are guys that the second they hit the stage, it's a fucking show. Right. I try to keep that in my stuff, but I do have a little bit of the Hollywood part where I understand that I've got to keep turning out new material. I've got to keep yeah. it fresh. These guys that will fucking murder and turn out new material. I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. Josh Sneed, another guy. Yeah. They go up and they fucking, you get done and you say, that was the best show I've ever fucking seen. Mm-hmm. The problem is they're not on TV, so you don't remember it. That's yeah. the weird. Yeah. You know, I can like, see that. I can see that. People come up to me and they're like, Birth the Conqueror. Birth the Conqueror hasn't been on in fucking three years. Right. But people go, Birth the Conqueror, I love that show. Because they saw it and then there's another. It's like two connections. It's Billy Gardell told me. Billy Gardell was another one of those road dogs. Mm-hmm. It's, I think that's the name of his special. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Lair, by the way. Bring up Uncle Lair yeah. again. Uncle Lair's one of our favorites. Right, Uncle Lair. He was on oh, Road yeah, Dogs. Uncle Lair. Someone brought Uncle, him up last night. Uncle Lair is amazing. Yeah, one someone of my, brought one of my him up last time. fucking night. Right. Um, but they're not on enough comedians doing. What Billy Gardell is doing. Helping you know, other guys he, out. He's helping a bunch of other guys out, you know, much like yeah. Rodney did back in the day. I mean, Comedy Central, I don't know how they pick and choose their people, but, you know, Billy Gardell hand selects these people, and I think he's doing the, uh, and he pricks the right ones. Uh, now, now, when do you guys, when people, when comics come through? Colleen, by the way, brings all these great people. That's how we met all these guys over the 20 years. Colleen. Colleen's the reason that other clubs 
hate Omaha. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because, because they're like, respect. They're like, Lewis Black <laughs> does off. guest sets there? What the <laughs> yeah, fuck are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Larry the Cable shows up. Larry the Cable guy shows up for a Wednesday night open yep. mic. Yeah. the fuck? How, and you're selling tons of tickets? What the fuck? It's because Colleen makes it so that, like yesterday, she gave me a massage. She got me a massage. Right. Yeah, I got a massage. I'll never stop coming she here. Gave you one? No, not. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Even the big nut? Yeah. <laughs> you got a small one. I heard that. I, yeah. My energy uh, is so up for this podcast. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I'm right I now. Sorry, but you mentioned money real quickly. I won't mention it. I love it. Go back to money. No, no, because Cable Guy was a good friend of ours before he became All famous. All right, let's ballpark it. Let's ballpark it. No, no, I'm not talking about this whole – I'm talking about one show. So we're we're backstage at a, a theater with him uh, in Lincoln about uh, a year or so ago. And uh, somebody uh, – how do we find out the exact amount? How do we know that? Somebody told us the exact somebody, amount somebody he was probably us. making on that particular show. Yeah, and uh, Reno was it, it might have been Reno. Who Reno knows? Collier, by the way. Sidebar: Reno Collier right. and I te- uh, uh, did a, a, a fucking what's the thing where you go up a showcase right, for right. ICM. We were at the same agency. Right. We had the exact same agent. We did a showcase one night for all the networks. This is back when network deals were a big deal, right? And we went up, and I went up, and I, I went up third. I went up in the shit dick spot because someone didn't want to go up after Earthquake. And so I went up after Earthquake, and I did well because right. I love following black dudes. Right, yeah. So I got nothing they got. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a corresponding number to the shit dick spot? Third. Third, okay. Third, third usually. Anywhere in the front that. of the lineup. You want six. Right. If you're doing a ten person, you don't want ten because everyone's fucking gone. Yeah, you're right. You want six or five. Depending on – you. I'm telling you, this is so shitty. Comics look at that lineup. And they go, uh, yeah, I got a good spot. Or if someone's like, hey, who wants to switch with me? I got to get out of here. I got an earlier set. So uh, so I go up third. I get a good spot. And right. I destroy. Reno, I think Reno, if he remembers the night, will testify. Yeah. I destroyed so hard that people left the room to follow me to come give me deals. Got it. And my manager, Barry Katz at the time, grabbed me, walked me out of a alley at the out of the laugh factory and he said get in the car and leave don't talk to a fucking person and it was one of those dream sets kathy griffin gave me a hug as i walked off stage she goes that was a dream fucking set your life's gonna change forever and so i did it reno collier and i were friends at the time we'd hang out we were with the same agency i remember like three months later four months later maybe a little later uh he said to me he was like hey man it's good seeing you i'm taking off and i said oh see you later he goes no 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 i'm taking off to atlanta and i was like what he was like yeah i'm gonna move to atlanta and do stand up there i remember saying Good luck. Yeah. Like, you'll never, f- I'll never hear your name again. <laughs> Reno so fucking makes so much more money than I do. He's so fucking, he's got the life. He literally does. If I could flip flop, live in Atlanta and fucking tour with Cable Guy, I'd fucking, oh, in a heartbeat. In a fucking heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. So Call would know. Just Larry take care of his opening acts. Yeah. Yeah. I figured he'd for a long time. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't. Like, I'll give Jeff Tate 200 bucks this weekend. <laughs> like, that's all I fucking make. Like, the fuck am I gonna, I get, and I'll buy him dinner. I bought him breakfast yesterday. We're good. That could so, cost 200 yeah, bucks. Yeah. I, I tipped out his bartender for him last night. We're good. But, uh, but like, yeah, like Cable Guy. So we're backstage, and uh, so we're sitting there to meet and greet with him, and uh, we're talking to him. We go, hey, uh, somebody told you. I'm just going to th- throw ballpark numbers out just so that the story works. So I said, I said uh, somebody said you're getting 65000 tonight. And he goes, really? Where'd you hear that? I go, oh, somebody. Oh, shit. So uh, we're sitting there. And so the lady comes around from backstage and says, you're on Larry. And on the way out, he goes, 75. And he goes right out. 
And I go, you fucker, man. I thought it was bigger than that. It might have been. Yeah. I, was, I was ballparking numbers. I but, it was more yeah. like but he told us exact number. 160. Does that sound more like yeah. it, Colleen? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. it. I'm sorry. Yeah, 160. You were trying to be polite. I was. I was trying to throw a ballpark. Yeah. 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 I, I, right. I want Larry to hear, right. Larry heard about it. I, fuck, I made more than money. But, but it was, we I'm trying to be polite. Then ask him how much money he makes. And then yeah. he walked out. Well, because he knew when he was poor. So when he walked out, he turned around and said, blah, blah, blah. We put people put another ten or twenty grand on it and walked out the door. Right, it was, just, it was fucking great because he couldn't tell anybody else that, and we just loved. Eight Don Taylor, yeah, one hundred sixty. <laughs> that was it. That's what it was. I was ballparking it. I just want to throw a number. That out was there. very sweet. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I dropped it a little bit there. <laughs> that I, I went and saw the blue collar comedy tour. Yeah. I was saying, I've, I've told this. And by the way, we knew I mean, Ingvall before he was big too. You know, he used to come through town. Colleen brought him back in the mid nineties when Ingvall was. I, I Ingvall done a bunch of TV, but before he hit on the on the, on the blue collar stuff. Ron, White was a friend of ours. Well, Ron White yeah, was long before that. Was you know, Foxworthy was the, was the only guy that didn't come around to the clubs. Mike, he was, he was Ron White, too big yeah, to Ron. I hear stories about him True. in uh, Columbus. They were yeah. like, you know, he used to. And this, by the way, I have um, I have a affinity for the uh, – I'm a romantic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like a, the little bit of a hot mess in a person. Right. I He's like the it. brokenness that's – that creates the beautiful artist. Mm-hmm. So like, and I and and I and I romanticize about that. I remember in Columbus, they were like, I rolled into the club and the bartenders were like, "Well, I expected to see you here around three o'clock." I said, "Why?" And they're like, "Well, you're kind of like Ron White." I was like, oh. "What?" And they're like, "Ron White used to come in in high top tennis shoes, untied shorts, and like a trench coat, and start drinking at three in the afternoon, <laughs> and drink up until the show, and then not leave and just do his show in high top tennis shoes, <laughs> shorts, and a trench coat." And I'm like, "What a fucking night!" Like I would, I would literally pay a thousand dollars for that ticket. Yeah. Just let him relive it. Just go back. Do uh, and I. One time, someone I saw me Ron that. White at Colleen's Club, the Funny Bone, do the same joke twice in a row, not knowing it. I've done that before. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I've done, definitely done that before. Is that the night you not had with to the go... machine story, but <laughs> not the machine story. Yeah. Twice. I recall uh, Colleen having to go uh, wake Ron up. Oh, yeah. yeah, really. He was supposed to be at the club. Really? Yeah. Oh, give me a good Ron White story. Oh, come Colleen. on. Tell him the. Uh, tell him that one. Tell him that one. Is that my one? Hey, Colleen, you think? Uh, yeah. Go. Tell him. Tell him this one. Yeah. When he's digging around. Uh, it's mid-90s, and Ron is staying at a residence inn here in Omaha. And I had my kid call to say, hey, the doorman's coming to pick you up. And she said, I think I just woke him up. And I went, ah, oh, rats. All right. So I go over there, and I remember running up the stairs of this residence inn, opening the door. Here is Ron, tater salad white, in the middle of this disaster area of a hotel room he is bending over picking up shirts and sniffing them to figure out which shirt to put on <laughs> the coffee table is full of roaches you know pipes bowls there are chicken wings all over the place <laughs> he is standing there in his underwear smelling a shirt and he looks at me and he goes hey kyle do we have time to fuck <laughs> That is the consummate comedian. That is. Yeah. That is the con. <laughs> right. When I saw him, I, my, I said this on stage last night because I said By something. the way, they did. They did have time yeah. to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Carl, do we have time to fuck? <laughs> he, uh, my wife brought me to the blue collar comedy. When that movie, my wife, right. I, I said this joke on stage last night. There's a bit. But I said, my wife's. My wife's southern, like very southern. Right. Like when she speaks, her accent's so thick you can smell biscuits. Got it. <laughs> I thought it worked. And so I got some great new material out of this weekend, by the way. That's a good so, one. Uh, so 
she, I mean, in earnest, I said this last night, in earnest, she says, get her done. Like, in, okay. like not even like, Got there's it. no comedy to it. That's right. how she speaks. Right. That's how her family speaks. They're that big of fans. And she, when my daughters are doing homework, guys, homework, get her done. And and that is, a re- my daughters say that word. They don't know where it's come from. Right. So um, the opening night of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, the movie comes out on what, Friday night? Mm-hmm. My wife's like, I know what we're doing. We're dating at the time. I'm a comedian, by right. the way. Right. I'm an L.A., New York comedian. Yeah. She goes, we're going to see the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Uh, you- I go... I'm not a huge fan of Foxworthy's, yeah. so like I'm not sure I'm going to dig it. She was like, "But we're you know, you need to support what I'm interested in." And I was like, "Yeah, but, but you're I'm a, a fucking I'm a, comedian. I'm a comedian. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go see a comedy movie. Right. I wouldn't have seen yeah. the Kings of Comedy. Yeah. I'm not going to see the blue collar comedy because what I have imagined it to be in my head. Right. So we go. My wife brings a couple beers in her purse <laughs> to sway my judgment. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we sit through and and I I, I want to say the first one was Larry. Yeah, it was Larry. The first it was Larry, one. Yeah, and yeah. I fucking yeah. and in my head, I remember because I grew up in Florida. Right. I remembered he was there. Him calling in. I, yeah. I want to say he called in to Ron and Ron, or, yeah. or and so and so I was like, I was like, oh, okay, and I'm laughing. It's, I remember his one joke that I laughed at was, and it's not like a brilliant joke, but it was like we're traveling at the speed of a fart. Right. And right. I remember going, oh, I fucking like that joke. Mm-hmm. Like was he cable head. guy or yeah, Dan cable Whitney guy. at the time? No, he's cable guy. He was cable, cable guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was blue collar. Right? Yeah. No, no. I mean, when, when you heard him on the radio, I, I knew who Larry the Cable Guy also was because he had the picture with the cables around his neck. Yeah. Right. Comics, when they're young, go to clubs and look at all the headshots, dreaming two things: one, they'll have a headshot that's up there, and one that they'll have a headshot that is as memorable as the ones they remember. Right. Hamburger Jones, right. I remember him. <laughs> he was in a cowboy hat. Hamburger. Louis C.K.'s first headshot was a mugshot with it written in type print. Louis C.K. Dave Chappelle's was him with a coat over his face. Larry the Cable Guy, he had a, a wound of cable right. around yep. his neck. Right. I remember seeing that. And never discussed installing cable or any aspect of it ever in his act. Yeah, not a There's, word, not a mention. You have to believe there was one guy that tried to work up the direct TV angle. Oh, yeah. yeah. One guy. One guy that's like, what? I'm the direct TV. DVR it. So Larry um, the direct TV guy. Get a DVR'd. So um so we watch that, I laugh. And then it starts cutting in and out of them fucking around. And I'm like, oh great. I watch uh Bill Engball I think's funny. I uh I'm not it's like, your style. You don't yeah no, it's, well it's yeah. not you know what here's my thing is I'm very open and honest on stage mm-hmm. and so either you're either I'm watching you write jokes but if you talk about your life I want to hear the dirty shit right like I want to hear the fucking shit that yeah. that no one's talking about like that, that makes you uncomfortable like I tell stories on stage that that sometimes I go ah this is really inappropriate like and and I know that I'm losing people but you know what you got to break eggs to make omelets no no and, no we talk we talk we talk way too much about our personal lives but just it's what we do yeah it's what we do you know so they do the show. Mm-hmm. I liked. I liked the whole thing. I'm a little bit buzzed. Mm-hmm. And Ron White comes on with the fucking tater salad story. Yeah. I'm telling you, what I say it. It really changed my life. It. I watched that story and I sat back and I went, that. That is where I should be. Like, and I remember thinking, I've got good stories. I had the Tracy Morgan story. Right, right, right. I got the fucking machine story. story. I got the fucking, I got a, a, a handful of fighting a bear. And I'm like, that's where I need to be. I haven't heard that machine story. Right. Tell that later. So you count him <laughs> as an influence? Hardcore influence. I think you're both great storytellers. Where I go, yeah. where I, well, I remember one time I was in Atlanta and someone was like, hey, we're going to Ron White's house to smoke pot. And I was like, uh, how do I get in on this? Like, <laughs> how do I get in on this? And I'm not even a big pot smoker, but I'm like, I'm like I'll fucking have an anxiety. Attack to sit next to the man, but yeah, like I remember watching that. I left, and my wife was like, "That was a great." She didn't. 
understand the importance of that story. Okay, got it. How man. it's perfectly yeah, it's crafted. Perfectly the thing about a storyteller story. is, I don't need to know. I don't need to know that that I, I disassociate. I don't need to know that that story is 100 percent accurate. Right. All I need to know is that you told it right. Right. That you told it the way a story should be told. You withheld information when it needed to be withheld. You released information at the right time, and you ended it. You closed it. They call me Ron Tater Salad White. So you got the yeah, you crafted. Is that how you crafted the machine then? Uh, the story. No, no. Well, yeah, if you you know what, and I say this: if you listen to the first time I told it, it was on Love Line. You can find right. that online. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to, it's on uh, DBE right. in, in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, okay, uh, with Randy and Bill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then, and then you listen to me tell it on Rogan. It's obviously it's clear. I've told it a few times, mm-hmm. and it's crafted. Now, if you hear me tell it on stage, you're like, okay. Some girl said, I really like the way you've worked that into a bit. Because so, now it's a lot tighter. A lot tighter. You told Even, it great on Todd and Tyler, by the way. But, yeah. If yeah. I, but if I told it, no. But, if, but on your show, yeah. it was still in the beginning stages. Okay. I just told it on Rogan. Yeah, okay. And like, and it was yeah, that's still, right. That's what we heard about. We heard about Rogan's story. It was, yeah. ju- it was still in the beginning stages. And, but I do believe that my only goal is to entertain. Mm-hmm. My only fucking goal. I have no – and I, th- that story is – and I say this in t- 100% true. One hundred, as is all my stories. However, I'm not married to the truth in the way that maybe a lawyer would be. Right, right, right. Like right. I'm married yeah, to the yeah. truth in as much as it entertains you. Right. Like I noticed I, last night I was drunk on stage, and uh, no way. No, get out of here. <laughs> You've been known to embellish. <laughs> I've, oh, I'll take. I'll, I will sh- take. You should. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll take. By the way, have you have you thanked your wife properly for dragging you to the uh, uh, blue collar comedy uh, the movie? You should. I never have. You should. I never he have. pays your bills, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I go. literally, yeah, yeah, I never you have. knocked her up? I, yeah, I knocked her up before I got her. <laughs> That's yeah. how that works. They can say no to ring. They can't say no to a baby. <laughs> so uh, I fucking might fly back to Omaha once a month to do a fucking podcast. This, I am telling you, my number's going to be through the fucking roof. No payoff. No payoff. Sarah.com. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, how do people find the podcast? Well, if you're telling the podcast, they, they, they'll find How do we find your podcast? Uh, how do um, I listen to this? Uh, Bert, well, they've already listened. There's no <laughs> yeah. point in me tell telling. Me. I'll tell you for tell real. Me, tell me for real. Just go to Birdcast. How do I find it? Yeah. Go to Birdcast. Do you want me to tell the folks about this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that okay, that book? Well, you, this is you... back in uh, like the days of reading liner cards. That's the book? I'll read the first part. All you right. can read the second part. From his fraternity days at Florida State University and his rise as a stand-up, from marriage to fatherhood, Bert Kreischer recounts a path that may not lead you to maturity, but you'll understand why he's the life of the party. That's the name of the book. Read the Marin Court. Oh, do you have, do you have, do you have an editor? Plugging do you have an somewhere? editor? Yeah, I had an editor. Okay, I was going to say, because I had to write It sounds better than you plugging it. You plugging it sounds kind of shameless. Bert Kreischer. Yeah, we're into it. We're drinking Bloody Mary, so I'm getting a little blurry here. Can I have your pickle? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dollar. Yeah. Eat my pickle. Sure. I, I took a bite out of it. <laughs> Give him a fresh pickle. <laughs> Bert Kreischer is one of the great American wild men whose stories track the trials and tribulations of big-hearted dude trying to fit in, help out, party, and find himself. After all is said and done, we arrive with him at the true uh, at the true humility of joy. Mark Maron. All you right. sold it. I did. Yeah, I, just, I just read it there for the first time, man. Life Maron. of the party. Is that in Barnes & Noble? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Pre-order it, damn it. <laughs> Mark Maron, uh I asked him to write a blurb for the book, and he said, sure, get me a copy. Uh, and I, I literally went, are you going to read it? Right. He was like, well, yeah, how am I going to write a blurb for it? And I went, wait, I don't know if I'm comfortable with reading my book. And he goes, why? I go, because what if you don't like it? And he goes, well, let me read it, and I'll yeah, tell you. And I was like, true, yeah. oh, fuck. So I gave him the book. And, and, read- I was like, and I was like, how? Well, he's not going to write a bad review, but if he, he would say, 
would you be afraid of? I was wondering about that too. Are people afraid of uh, that write forwards and friends books? Are they afraid they don't like the book and then they don't want to be sucked into the bad book? Well, yeah, they're not going so to say blurb yeah. for a book they write, don't like. Has Nick anyone? Turned, what would happen to you? They just anybody you, turns you down for a blurb? No, no. I mean, okay. no. I yeah. think I've got find guys that like you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to people that are fans. Right. The uh, Mick Foley. Uh, the professional wrestler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mick Foley. He's a stand-up? Yeah, he does stand-up. And he's, is he he's good? Really good. Okay. And he's a, gr- he's a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. His books, he's, he does stand-up. Like he writes his books. So it's, it is, he's smart as fuck. Yeah. Like, he said I heard he's me, real smart. Yeah. He is smart as fuck. And he said to me, he goes, uh, he did my podcast, and I said, you know, you're a national, be- number one right. bestseller right. in America. I'd love if you could write a blurb for my book. He goes, of course, no problems. Give me the book. And I went, God damn it, you're going to read it too? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I send him the book. He reads it in a day. Just thumbs through it. Texts me that he likes the book. Mm-hmm. Texts me and goes, I fucking love the book. Bert, you did a great job. You did. And he tells me, basically, he was going to blurb about it and then wrote a blurb. It's, it's somewhere. I don't know where it is. I think cool. it's on the. But yeah. So, um, so wait, how many? How, how long is this pop? I don't know. It's up to you, buddy. Because I will go forever, but right. I do not want to hold you guys no, here. It's okay, is man. Sunday. You let us know. How, how should long is it for uh, three, four hours? No, we're not. <laughs> okay, but yeah. I because I could do this all day. This is what uh, you know. It's so funny. TNTRadioEmpire.com for all the people outside the uh, the Bert Kreischer. Can they listen to you online? Yeah, well, you have a really? free app too. Just search Todd and Tyler. Get a free app on your smartphone. Here's what you do. This Podcasts is this is how this is how I do show. This is how I do radio. I have the our iHeart Radio app. Yep, and I follow all my radio guys mm-hmm. on uh, Twitter. So based on like. Who you have coming in this morning, or if there's a hot subject in the news? Got it. Like, uh, like the gay bat, not the gay bachelor, but the the bachelor who bashed he- the gays, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, Long, I'll, pop, I will pop. go in and I will tap into each of my people, like, and hear their iHeartRadio. I do it in the shower sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing. So get the iHeartRadio app or go to their website. You can we have our own app too. Them. We have our own app. Just you do what's your own yeah. Just. Our own app. Just search Todd and Tyler. The Todd, the letter N, Tyler. It's just our app. Yeah. Just Todd and Tyler app. It's got podcasts, live streaming, uh, cartoons. Our, 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 pro, our uh, producer puts together for us. I mean, our, 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 our web guy. And uh, everything's on there. Right. You can access and, and, the email, if, the Facebook, yeah. all yeah. that. Yeah. And if you are the way most – I know that most podcast people are, they're guest-driven. So if you are a guest-driven follower and you enjoy listening to the guest that's on, they will tweet. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the tweets, week tweets. of. The week yeah. of, they tweet who's going to be on the show. What's our tweet? At TNT Radio Empire. And you can hear literally what what they do is what people that podcast do, but 100 times better. The reason people started podcasts is because they came on, enjoyed your show, Mm -hmm. and then they went, ah, this is what we all did. We could do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought. How many times do you podcast a week, Bert? You're busy, man. You're on stage. I have a bunch backlogged. Poor fucking Kyle Seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Seasons is never going to get posted. He's like texting me today. He goes, I just added Mariana something to my my live event. Can you put that in the podcast? I was like, no, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) I'm going to post post you guys tonight. Uh, I'm not done. I'm not done. I still have a half a drink. Um, I'm going to post you guys tonight, and it'll air tomorrow morning, Monday morning. This is what I like doing. I like po- I'll post it at like nine or whatever midnight is East Coast time, right? Because the numbers spike for the day. Yeah, <laughs> midnight East Coast time is midnight. God damn it! Now, I think now, we now I'm have, drunk. Uh, now I'm drunk. <laughs> we should I have, have one show tonight. Yeah. Hey, you have one show. That's right. Push and put a bunch of bleeps in, and we, we can air this when we go on vacation. Oh, that's a yeah. good idea. Some, Ooh, some live material. Some of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Even yeah, though that, the book's been on sale for months, you, yeah. if you're hearing this on the radio, yeah. could you do without the fox? Could you do yeah. bleeps? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's used to it. He's the master yeah. of bleeps. Did you realize what a bleep nightmare this would be? Oh, it's gonna be, oh yeah. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long time. <laughs> I edited, I said, I tried to edit it. I talked to Moshe Kasher, very funny comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to Moshe, and, I, and he, we were talking about the mo- the TV show with Lena Dunham. Do you know what TV show Girls. Is? Girls. Yeah. I called it Fat Girls. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and well, we was, thank Mr. Skin all the time for not putting her photos up there. Mr. Mr. Skin. Skin's great, isn't he? I'm and actually attracted to girls like Tina Tuttle well, right now. Well, I, 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 My wife's got right, two right kids. I'm into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> little no. tattoo. That's a suicide girl with a baby. I'll give her <laughs> Right. If, if, if girls like Lena Dunham continue to get naked on uh, on TV, then the girls uh, like her and girls more attractive than her will continue to get naked on TV. I'm all about that yeah. shit. Yeah, but the, the, so, the little girl from Uncle Buck is on that now, and she's got a big wolf puss. She's the more I'm Lena sorry, Dunham gets naked. Hold on one second. Yeah. Stop right now. Yes. Who is the girl from Uncle Buck, and who is she? She's the a grown. Pl- she's this crazy sister. I don't watch the show, but I know she's Mother a crazy sister. Fucker. Was it Uncle Buck? Am I right with that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. She's got a uh, big hairy pussy in the in girls. Hold on. Yeah. Who the fuck is a girl? So you'll never see Uncle, I, Buck, Uncle Buck again. Uncle Buck is my favorite say. movie ever. Well, it, you'll freak you out now. A little girl grew up and has a big. Do you have, wolf do you have a photo of her? This is yeah. why I need a producer. Do you realize how great this would be? I could do, guys. We should Uncle do a, Buck's we should start your favorite a movie of all time. <laughs> Uncle Buck, I love that movie so fucking much. My, I made my kids watch it and they quote it. My daughter says nuts all the time. Perfect. Oh, nuts. It's a great movie. It is a great. movie. It really is one of the yeah, greatest movies. Right. You look at that guy and you're like, oh, I can't believe he died. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. Has <laughs> Brian Williams' daughter gotten naked yet? I, I don't think so. She, Williams, she needs to. She's yeah, in MSNBC? That. No, on Girls. Yeah, it's Brian Williams at MSNBC. NBC, NBC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's on NBC now? The NBC <laughs> Nightly, Nightly News, News. Anchor, Brian watching, Williams. Are you guys yeah. watching the Olympics? <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm not really into winter sports. Yeah. So I could give a shit. Well, after uh, three hours of projectile vomiting, I fell asleep yesterday. <laughs> oh, uh, you, you're really that sick? I turned it on, and uh, I think I saw some guy going down. You know, the hill in the luge. <laughs> luge. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'm bored. Yeah, not watching it. I'm watching Bodie Miller. He's on the he Al- amazing. Alpine. He's amazing, man. And I watch that really hot chick. Yeah, oh, yeah she's hot, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, how, 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 many, how, many, how much time have we done for a podcast just to head? Uh, we're at an hour ten. Hour oh, okay. ten. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. That's good. Let's, uh, let's, let's try to uh, round this out towards the end. We'll finish our drinks, and we'll... Uh, All right. Um, what subject, knowing how to run radio, what subject have I not asked that I should have asked? Like, oh what God. what have I not tapped on that you would ask any guy that's been doing radio 20-plus years? Oh, man. It's, 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 it's our daily gig, and uh, we've been doing it yeah, so you, long. you didn't ask us any of the yeah. ones we're tired of answering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're right. So thank you how for that. No, I know. You're right. That, there she is. There's uh, Uncle Buck's yeah. wolf puss. Oh, there it is. That's the little girl? Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. her hair looks just as messy as when she messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> what, the stuff on her head, you mean? No, no, both. Uh, That's her, both. really? <laughs> that is old school. Yeah. Do you think she had any insight, or do you think she just rocked that to producers, and they were like, uh, yeah, that works for the character. Apparently she rocked it for the producers. Are we looking at Mr. Skin here? Yeah, yes, that's Mr. Right. Skin. Love Mr. Skin. Very nice. Holy cow. on the show. Uh, stuff you ask about, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I, you, do, you asked some good questions earlier in, in the podcast about, you know, if people give us any shit, our bosses, or, uh, you know, who we like, who we don't like. But, uh, you know, we just try to have fun. And, how, 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 how many, like, hours of radio straight is your show? We're live for four and a half hours. But how, like, the if show's you, five hours. But if you cut out all the uh, oh, all the ads, what do you guys do? We have three and a half, probably three and a half. Total? Yeah. Total. Yeah, we'll do 22 three three, minute segments. 
you know, we do about forty seven minute break, twenty two minute segment, seven approximately. Yeah, really. Yeah. So forty to forty four minutes an hour. Yeah. So well, really, forty three minutes an hour. Yeah, two long breaks an hour. So you show up to work, and I and I think this is interesting to anyone that listens to radio. Right. You guys show up to work, you come in, you have a coffee, you have offices, I'm sure. But we don't. Our our, our news guy Craig sits in the office. We both and I, uh, Todd and I, sit in the studio when we get here because we have computers right there and everything right there. So okay. We'll show up. We uh, there's a thing called an appetizer runs between five and five thirty Central Time, and uh, that's the uh, best stuff from the day before or something that week, and then we start live. At five thirty, we started talking. We don't talk much during before that though, because we don't like to. And we have some story we want to bring up. We don't ever really bring it up that much. You know? So, w- what is the hour at which the great subjects get brought up? You, at, you know what? That's the thing. We don't know because some days we go all day without bringing up the great subject. <laughs> some you know, days the, it's great one great subject after another. Some days it's yeah. early. Sometimes it's late. You know. I mean, I know the people. So are, you're uh, not like you're not like you no, never like uh, no. it's Except, six in the morning. Save it. Oh, uh, we, we've saved some. Yeah, we'll, we'll save different stories for our news guy to bring up for later or earlier, depending on what, how we feel and what we got going on. But it, it, people will be surprised, at least our show, that it's how unstructured it is. Really? I mean, it is just blah, 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 blah. You know, it's, that's the only thing that's ever worked for us because we don't write uh, comic bits. You know, we just do our, our shit. You know, it's we off guys, the cuff. We and guys. when we've done that, mm-hmm. it just sounds rehearsed. And we make really, fun of it, and, yeah. the, and the crowd will love that, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like we've just written out a bit, yeah. and we're, we're trying to execute it. And, but very rarely, we never and, do it. We, we don't. really don't even do it, though. No, were you guys were you guys on air at 9-11? Uh, yeah, yes. that day, that morning. Really? We had a TV in the studio when it hit. Uh, uh, we were in a, in some, just talking about some bullshit. I don't know what it was exactly, but we thought the original plane was, of course, uh, an accident. Our newsman was doing a very compelling story about uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Believe it or not, yeah. 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 <laughs> what about Rosie O'Donnell? Poor Rosie O'Donnell dodged a bullet on that yeah, one. Yeah, right. So <laughs> then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it hit, the, it hit that, and it was just like, whoa. And then we went live just the na- na- nation, you know. So it was kind of weird, you know. That's a long time ago, but, God, it was weird. Doesn't yeah. it seem like a long time ago? But it's, 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 but it, in a weird way, it, I still you know, feel like 9-11's right around the corner. Like, I, I go, oh, well, my kids just... are born after that, so that's why it feels weird for me. But you're right. Me too. For me all too. of us, you know, as a grown man in, in, in 2001. Whatever, so yeah, it seems like it was uh, yesterday. For a lot I remember, of it was a Tuesday. That was Dad's visitation day, so yeah. <laughs> I had to go pick the kids up from school. Are you serious? Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and there were eight and nine at the time, yeah. and, and I was, no, no, that's fine. I was a little more freaked out than than they were. Really? Did yeah, you explain they, to them? I did, but they didn't really seem to give a shit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so wait. I remember my wife, I said, do you remember where you were in 9-11? She was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, I remember I was. I, my dad, my dad's office called me like mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And then um, I answered the phone. I called back. And you kept my calling because you thought you were traveling somewhere? No, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I called back and my dad's um, secretary answered the phone. That's a shitty s- trip flip. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh, oh too yeah. soon? Come on. We're going, we're going from <laughs> Boston where, 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 where. to... Guess what? There's no planes in the air. So, yeah. <laughs> Not that. But Boston remember, to L.A. with Burt the Conqueror. <laughs> I remember calling my dad's office and the secretary answered. and she, I was like, hello. I go, hey, it's Burt. My dad's been calling. And she goes, oh, my God, you haven't heard? And I went, no. And she goes, hold on. And I remember thinking, this bitch Where the hell were me. you? I was in L.A. I know, but you didn't turn the TV on or nothing? I was asleep. Oh, I was building yeah. the morning. Yeah, yeah, it was 5.30 right. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I remember right. thinking, yeah. if this bitch tells me my dad's dead, and that's how I find out, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. I want my mom to tell me or my right, sisters right. but then my dad told me but my wife I, my wife goes oh I remember uh, I remember exactly where I was we got up and we started watching the TV I went we she was like oh I was with a guy oh, I was like bitch <laughs> she's always gonna remember that fuck you you should make up a girl for you now so wait, uh, so wait how like 
A hooker. You were with yeah, a hooker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your hours. <laughs> oh, that's right. Air Force One flew right over our station, actually, that day. Because uh, Bush came to... Uh, Bush went from Florida, where he was finishing My Pet Goat. Yeah. 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 And then... To uh, Louisiana. Think, to Louisiana. And then up to... Uh, off at Air Force Base in Bellevue. And uh, really? the, the old yeah. building of our station, which is right near where we're at right now, we had a blood drive going on right there outside that uh, afternoon. And there was no planes in the air except Air Force One flew right over our radio station. Yeah, I'll and, never forget. Yeah, he had two uh, two flanker jets yeah, with him. Really? Too. And, he, yeah. and, and and off it was real low, so the plane was real low. It just flew right over top. It of was us. low. Oh yeah. Why? It was landing. It was oh, yeah, it was oh, coming here. It was going in for a landing. <laughs> it flew at fifty <laughs> feet the whole way. <laughs> Crop dusted yeah, too well. Yeah. By the way, I bet, yeah. I bet people pay extra for a flight that flew at 100 feet in a fucking 747 yeah. just all across America. <laughs> you can feel the speed, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so your your hours are, and I always say this because I know Jim Jim Norton's a friend of mine, all right. and Jim does he does with uh, he does, he does um, uh, uh, Opie, Opie and Anthony, right? Opie and Anthony, yeah. and he does. But his is hours, he with him all the time? Is he with them every morning? I don't oh, think so. After, okay, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I my serious, I, honestly, yeah. my serious subscription sucks dick. Okay, like they fucking put it in the car that I no longer lease. Got so it. whoever has that fucking car <laughs> has free serious because I'm paying for it. So I, and then and then they finally got figured out. I was like, fuck you guys, I'm done. Yeah. So um, so, and I'm never home to listen yeah, to fucking radio. Right. So um, but Jim's hours are insane. Right. What well, like, he's, a, he's a traveling comedian though too, right? Yeah, but he also does stand up at night. But like, okay. what is like what is logistically an average day? Kids, family, hours, sleep. What's it look like for a regular dude who does straight up radio? Todd's different now. His kids are grown, so he uh, he just goes home and uh, smokes dope, fucks, and goes to sleep. You know. Yeah. Yeah, nice, I, huh? I, uh, I got little kids, but they're both in school, so I got time to fuck before three. <laughs> like that's happening all the time. <laughs> I got time to Ideally. fuck before three. But, uh, <laughs> you know, no, no, yeah. quick, quick, there's an open window. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, sex before, uh, you know, uh, Not before uh, right the show. after lunch right. is good. Then you take a little nap. Yeah, yeah. before lunch. I'm not doing after lunch. We always yeah. take naps because so we can be uh, not asshole. Puss has a great line about that, our producer, about not being an asshole the rest of the night. If you're burned out, if you're like crap, you're an asshole to everybody. Well, you're that's. So much of an asshole <laughs> the rest of the day. Take a nap, and then we, you know, I don't try to go to bed too late anymore, but uh, just so we can have a good show. What time do you go to bed? Yeah. At? Um, hopefully, I'm asleep between ten, ten thirty. No, no later than that. And then you're up at five. Yeah, but that's only yeah. that was we that's that we lived that allocation for age when we were younger. Yeah, we, we parted our ass off, and uh, even, even midweek, which was tough. You do know? you feel like you've gotten better the more the show's responsible better. you yes. are? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I think. Uh, well, the show's more of a it's a it's a complete talk show. That's been away for thirteen years now. I mean, it's all talk, and uh, it, I think uh, the show is is more focused. That sounds stupid saying that because the last thing I think people hear when they hear it sounds focused, but it's definitely more focused that we're actually we're not. <laughs> Just for the record, I've been on your show. It's not entirely focused. No, it's not focused. <laughs> but we're not we're not in there with an hour of sleep with a bunch of shit in our, our systems. You know? Yeah, you know. And uh, but you know, we still show up a little hungover, and the hungover days actually. Uh, are, are goofier. So you never. we don't know what's a good show. We don't. It'd be like you on stage. You don't know when you're going to have a, a sometimes really strong night. A hangover know. is beneficial. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it drags you down. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The, just, it gets you to say stuff you wouldn't normally say. Except you know. I've learned that me sober on stage is much better than me drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me sober on stage is a focused individual who's firing all, in all cylinders. Right. Last night they sent... <laughs> I think eight shots to stage, mm-hmm. and I did all eight shots, and and they, <laughs> and they started fucking with me, going, "We roofied you," and I was like, and I, uh, I was like, "That's not enjoyable." No. Now I'm now I'm in my head, <laughs> and I can see the candles whispering to me. 
Thanks, assholes. That's not even funny. We yeah. roofed you. <laughs> yeah, I I fucking lost my shit. So. But uh, the hours, it's just it's, it's what it is. We wake up too damn early, and you stay up too damn late. You're lucky for you, man. So, yeah. uh... So for us, it's, it's pretty much Groundhog Day. Right. Yeah. It feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. So Except some, the subject some, is different. Some, some days it does. You know, if I, was I, if I did a radio show, which I could never do, where there's a, a bit, a weather, a, oh, we don't do weather, we don't do anything like that. We just fucking talk like a podcast, like you would say. Of course, we were doing it before well, podcast. I'm just talking about wait, yeah. work, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's Groundhog Day. Yeah, eat, fuck, yeah. sleep. Eat, fuck, sleep. Yeah. 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 Eat, fuck, sleep. I think we're saying fuck too much <laughs> in there. You can't bleep any of this. I know you can't. I'm thinking. We're not really using Using it that gratuitously. No, I don't think we're so either. Yeah. No, no. I'm thinking. No, no, no. I meant we're actually use, we actually think we're getting laid more than what we are. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant by that. Yeah, the, the national average is six times a month. Yeah. No, oh, what I've heard, heard about is low, yeah. we're so comfortable saying the word in front of a live microphone now. Or what's going to happen Monday morning? You mean tomorrow morning? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh damn it. Oh, fuck. Because we, ne- we never we were this. just with Bert. We said, fuck, I'm like a whole bunch. Different yeah. studio. Yeah, I thought it that was, I thought that was really interesting that we weren't. I, I would assume we were in your studio no. in my head, and I was like, I wonder if they're going to have me sit. No, that's, where, like yeah. back behind the th- and, and then and then I was like, I was, I was glad to know we're in here. It's no, kind no, of like we, I don't want to get used yeah. to being in that studio uh, dropping f bombs. Right. right, potty mouth push dropped a shit bomb on yeah. the air the other day that we had to edit out. Yeah. <laughs> the words, yeah. the words you can say on radio, you can call someone a dick, right? But you can't say, I have a really wait, I whipped out my dick. Do you yeah. know? Do you know Nikki Glazer? I know that name. Why do I know that name? Okay. okay. One, my favorite, my favorite Nicholas okay. story. I bring her in. I'm in Richmond. She's a, uh, she has a show on MTV. Mm-hmm. She has a great podcast called You Should Have Been There. Mm-hmm. You Had to Be There. Something like that. She's a beautiful, but she's very funny. So I bring her in. She's a young comic. She's ho- featuring for me. And I said, why don't you come in and watch me do radio just so you can get a vibe for how radio works or the way it works well. or Not that I do it great, but we know. Mm-hmm. So I bring her in. Uh, his name was Sludge. It's now Brian Haddad. Okay. He does radio in Philly. But he has shown Richmond. He's a good friend of mine. And so we go in and we're talking about the quickest you've ever had sex. That's the subject on top. All right. What's the quickest you ever met someone and then had sex with them? And, That's a great story. And Yeah. And so I don't have any good ones. Mm-hmm. Mine's like over a five-hour period. Right. Nikki Glazer goes, I have a really good story. So, so it's I a girl. Go, so it's well, a girl. they're always going to win that battle. Sure. Because right? they can yeah. say. So, they and know. this is right when Facebook's blowing up. All right. So we bring her over. And she comes over. She goes, I met a guy at a bar. And uh, and I uh, he something reminded me of, like, one of my brother's friends. And I just automatically, like, empathized in, for him. Like, I, I liked him. So I just was like, fuck it. Or not, he didn't say fuck it. She goes, I was just like, you know what? I bring him to the bathroom. I sit him on the to- toilet. And I blow him. And, and whoa. Sludge is like, whoa, dump button. He's yeah, like, dump button. Right, you yeah. can't say that. You can't, can't say, say that. that. Right, right. She goes, what? And, he, and, she, and she was like, I've heard you guys talking. He goes, no, no, no. No. You can't say that. You can't say right. that. And so they dumped it. Now, the listeners have spiked. Right. They're all on Facebook going, what did she say? What happened? Because they just dumped her out. Right. And, and we're like, we can't say what she said at all. She goes, I think I can say it. I know how to say it. It's not, like, bad. And they're like, okay. And so she comes back. She goes, okay. Well, and we're like, now let's set the scene. Nikki was telling a story. We had to dump out of it, but she's going to clean it up. And she's like, all right, I met a guy at a bar. He reminded me of one of my brother's friends. Thank God not you reminded me of her brother. No, right. <laughs> yeah. And I automatically empathized for him, and I decided to take him into the bathroom and suck his dick. <laughs> So he, he, he dumps that. You can't say suck his dick. You can't say suck his dick. She's like, why not? She, she, you, guys, you guys have been saying dick the whole time. <laughs> Stop saying 
That's a great story, man. It was my favorite. I literally was losing my shit going, how the fuck? And so and she was like, but you guys, but you can say dick. You can say that guy's a dick. Right, yes. You can't say I sucked his no, dick. No, you can't say he sucked his dick, no. <laughs> so you can call someone a pussy. Right. But you can't say I ate her pussy. Thank you. Or slap that bitch in the pussy. Right. Did you give her a yeah. third chance after that? <laughs> no, that's, she was that's pulled so on you though. Slap that bitch. It's a joke I have about. I saw porn where two girls were going down on each other and they were like tapping each other. Right, right. But I was yeah, in I was in sex mode. And I was yeah. like, I'm gonna bring a new move in. Yeah. But you get so wrapped up in it, all you can hear that. And I because I hit her too hard. Oh, yeah. and because all you hear your brain is slap that bitch in the pussy, son. <laughs> Just wham. Survey says. And so my wife's like. Hey. <laughs> but uh, now I'm doing bits on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bad. Stop it. Save for the show. Yeah, Johnny, the audience uh, will pick up on that. Fuck. <laughs> it's the yeah. It's the one thing about doing a podcast. You have no. You can't do any. Like it's no bits because you're right. If, like you can come up with material. Like uh, it is yet to be released. But Arshvir and I had a thing about Juan Carlos that I kind of was like formulating, and mm-hmm. I and I. But I was I, in the whole corporate thing. But I was afraid to talk about it really got it because i was like i don't know is it insensitive to gays mm-hmm. and then i would did a podcast with ari i will save it for that when you hear it with ari i'm not got gonna t- i'll tell you guys a bit later All but right. but I, I, it was maybe the hardest i've ever fucking laughed is me and ari talking about juan carlos got and it. that i'll try to he said the n-word aggressively okay <laughs> a few times so i'm, I'm trying to edit as much as i can <laughs> As, Only as because, opposed to the kind way of saying as, it. Well, no, it, like what happened is just so much yeah. that I just was like, I can't have this word this much on the podcast, so I got to edit it, but I don't know how to because I can't. It's, it's, you don't know it's, how to. Oh, it's like, oh, my God. Oh. Well, I, Thank you, Bert. Uh, I really appreciate you guys doing this. No, no. This has right. been I, – I would hold you here all day, but I know that you guys have been kind enough to come in on a Sunday. You're not working. You just came in to do this. I love doing your radio show. Your radio show is... Todd and Tyler. For those of you, those of you guys listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, this is exactly what their show's like. Yeah, it is. I, 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 literally identical. Yeah, it is. Minus the fucks. Minus the Minus fucks. The fucks. Right? Minus yeah, the fucks. but we're getting around to that. Well, yeah. We, still, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we still talk about fucking. We just yeah. don't say the word fuck. <laughs> so, so, uh, so... I can't go on the air tomorrow. Go to I'm going to swear within the first <laughs> half hour. <laughs> I know the I best is The best is I can't wait... Fuck it on, man. I can't wait for the people to start texting you guys or tweeting you guys well, about the podcast and then going, whoa, 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 how much money do you, you think know, Bob and Tom make? <laughs> I ain't told them. I ain't saying shit. That's, the, that's up to them. I wish our agent wouldn't take they so much make money. a lot. We'll go with that. I wish my agent yeah. wouldn't take so much money. That's what, that's what pisses me off. But yeah, this, yeah. Has been, um, this has been an absolute blast. And like I said, if you, if you enjoyed this, download their app. Todd and Tyler. Just search Todd and Tyler on your smartphone. TNTRadioEmpire.com is a website. You don't and go need, see Bert yeah. Kreischer right. anywhere. Of course, you listen to Bert's uh, podcast. Well, actually, a lot of people probably haven't got a chance to see you live yet. Yeah, I know and you're everywhere. Pre-order the book, Bert yeah. Kreischer's Life of the Party. And if you're not 21, you can't see Bert yet either. So you can't see Bert, man. Life of the Party, pre-order yeah. it. So you can, the way the world's cracked out now, you can listen to their show absolutely anywhere you are. Right. Oh, yeah, anywhere. Anytime. Yeah. That's Anytime. the beauty of this. If you enjoy podcasts, well, guess what? That technology applies to them, too. Yes, it does. So you right. can listen to this show, <laughs> their show, anywhere you are. Uh, follow them on Twitter at TNT Radio Empire. They're on Facebook. They're in Omaha. They are my friends. Based in Omaha. Based in Omaha. Based in Omaha. Syndicated. Even in California. We're everywhere, yeah. Yeah, you guys are everywhere. Hopefully. 
So, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. You don't need to worry. Yeah, from from week to week. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know. Really know who's, who's dropped us, who's kept yeah. us. Yeah. Syndication money, man. It That's is. where it's at, Cowhead. Yeah, right, <laughs> I love right you guys. Tell me right in that Cowhead money, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I will let you know. Yeah. Do that. Uh, should we call him right now on yeah. air? <laughs> well, let's just call him right now and see what he says. Guys, you heard it earlier. We just guessed. Todd just guessed. Let's see. I, okay, Cowhead sell. Let's see. I'm thinking not as much as Todd said. You're going to go lower. Only because it's afternoon. Right. All right. right. Mm -hmm. Here he goes. Hey, it's Bert. Listen, I'm sitting here with Todd and Tyler. We're in studio doing a podcast, and we've talked about you a great deal. You're going to hear this. They've ballparked your salary. Are you ready for this? We have no idea, by the way. They, they have no idea. Based on your success. Yeah. Okay, they ballparked your salary at half a million dollars a year. Above, are we at the over or under? Uh, you are you are not by how much? Or you just want to know over or under? Just over under. Over. Oh. <laughs> Wait, does that mean you make more? No, so we were over. No, we're over. We're over. We're over. Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. You guys are good. I know. Yeah. They're fans. They were, they, we, we talked about you on the air. You should listen to the podcast. Where I'm releasing it tonight. Yeah, obviously generates a little uh, revenue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, uh, they, it, was, it was fun to talk radio with these guys. You, I think you'll like this podcast a lot. You're worth a half a million. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Oh, guess what? Guess what? Hey, hey, hey. What? Hey. What's up? Hey. How much do I make? <laughs> <laughs> Tell guys, guys, guys. Right. Here we Tell go. Here we go. Here Tell we go. Under. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Tell them under that number we said. Under. Under they that. Said, they yeah. said under. But by the bank. Under what? Under what you under, under what you said. Less, yeah. less no, than, no, no. Under under the five hundred grand. Under right. the five hundred grand. They said. And probably less than you. We don't know. <laughs> Are you hearing them? If you're making over five hundred grand. I'm gonna kill myself. No, we're not. <laughs> no, 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 we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> he said. They said they're not. I'll, I'll, I'll kill myself live on their fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Ask who their agent. Oh, <laughs> who's his agent? Ask him. That. Who's your agent? Uh, Tony Burton and okay. Don Buckwald. And Don Buckwald. Yeah. Oh, he's got Buckwald. Yeah, he's got Buckwald. Oh, okay. Awesome. We gotta get a hold of him. Yeah. Yeah, you guys gotta hook up. Yeah, we do, man. We're talking. We were talking about syndication. We're talking about syndication money. We were talking about. Yeah. It was really fun. I think you're gonna like this podcast a lot. Uh, finally, one that I like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love you, buddy. I'll talk to you later. See you, man. All right, see ya. Hey guys, thank you so much thank for this. Thanks I for had having a us. Blast. One of, I always say this. Like when I do a good pass, podcast, I can tell this is a fucking good podcast. Thank you. Thank you. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.